1: This football season will be different and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generation talent that Pepsi fuels. because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. I am your host, Marcus Smosher, and joining me today on the Locked On Cowboys podcast is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir?
0: Well, I mean, we're happy to have football, but uh <laughs> maybe not like this. Uh, <laughs> it's uh it's it was a long night, but uh, we're here to get you through it and you know, it's it's week one. It's it's gonna everything's very fluid, but uh, you know, there's lots of things yeah. that we're Hopeful, but obviously, more things that were troubling.
1: Yeah, so the Cowboys played their first game of the season uh, in week one against the Los Angeles Rams and fell 17 to 20. Um, it was a back and forth game for most of this contest. Uh, the Cowboys did have a chance at the end to potentially tie or win the game uh, with about two and a half minutes left in the final drive, um, but unfortunately, they were not able to do so. Uh, there was a uh, controversial. Is, is that the fair way to say it? a controversial? Absolutely yeah,
0: controversial. Might, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: offensive pass interference that took away, I don't know, was that a 50 or 60 yard gain? that uh, basically yeah. ended the, the game. So uh, a lot to talk about here, Landon. But um, let's just go ahead and start with some of the big takeaways from this one. I, I know there's a lot of people on Twitter right now. Um, that are blaming Mike McCarthy and the play calling Uh, the offensive line wasn't great what were some of your biggest takeaways from week one
0: well I mean there's so many Uh, I I, I think you know there's uh, the the kind of lack of dynamic play calling at least play sequencing there's uh, you know the the surprising play of several different players good and bad mm-hmm. um I, I think you know it really what it was is uh, the the offense you came out you know su- you know uh, moving the ball okay but not able to kind of c- consistently convert and the defense didn't start didn't force a punt uh you know, until I think the second half at least, right? Yeah, yep. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they actually late late that, late in the third quarter, right? Yeah. Like, well,
1: they, they actually didn't get any kind of stop until uh, the third quarter, but they finished the game with four straight stops. We four or yeah. three punts and one uh, interception. So the defense was shaky early, but they I, did uh, get better at the, as the game went on.
0: Yeah, and actually, I I think the offense kind of. Almost took a step back, especially as things kind of went going. But yeah, it was just both both were kind of up and down, all over the place. And I think that L. A. You know was actually kind of ready to to lose this game. You know, after kind of really having a great first half, they came out kind of very flat in the second half Mm. and didn't finish the game strong. But the Cowboys kind of you know threw a couple different uh, you know. Controversial calls and and maybe the lack of uh, of some calls of uh, for blocks in the back and yeah, yeah. things like that. I think that we're kind of getting people in mind, but the Cowboys you know kept themselves in by uh, some questionable and clearly you know clearly obviously flawed play calling you know sequencing. I think. Well, and, let's talk you know, we'll about talk that about because
1: first, just, let's, let's lo- talk about that right now because I think that yeah. was that was probably my biggest takeaway is I thought you know, that this year coming in with Callum Moore and Mike McCarthy, they are going to be more aggressive uh, yeah. in this game. And actually, I think in the first half, they were they were pretty aggressive. Uh, once they yeah. got to the second half, uh, we saw a lot more first down runs. They had, at one point, um, they had four straight drives with a first down run that ended in a punt. You know, it was just too often they they were... I mean, they weren't running the ball bad or poorly, per se. It was just... When you run the ball so often on first down, that's really your chance to get chunk plays in the passing game. And they really didn't have that many explosive plays. And that's, that's one of my biggest problems from this game.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, they. You know, if you look at just statistically, they added, averaged five yards a carry. I mean, even Zeke was averaging, you know, with, with his nine carries, averaged at least four yards. And mm-hmm. But I think the problem was is that, you know, it set them. The, the issue really, I think, starts with the fact that, that Terrence Steele was the right tackle. And yeah. so I think that the knowledge that Leo Collins wasn't going to be playing, and I don't really know, and I think it'll be interesting to go back and see when they were, you know, just – clearly out on on cam irving and terrence Steele was going to be the starter but it seems like it was probably at some point during the week and you know you know to, to a certain degree he didn't play terrible you know i think he actually played better than anyone ever would have expected you know when when they got announced at the beginning of the game but i think that the problem was that you know the, the cake had already been baked at that yeah. point like you know yeah. they had stalled so much and and, and i think that the, despite you know I think that the problem is, the problem itself is being labeled as first down uh, runs, too many first down runs. But the issue, really, is that without the ability to hide whether they were running or passing, I think they struggled to protect. You know, and and I think it, I think it's even in third down situations, like they they struggled. You know, they weren't. I think they were passing really well from first down because right. they they were, you know, the, the other team was expecting a run or, it, or they weren't sure. In situations when the the team, especially near the end when they were running on first down consistently, they they were having they weren't even running the ball well. You know, like because any time that that the Rams defense knew what was happening with the Cowboys, uh, they were able to take advantage of of the issues at the offensive line and and use. Aaron Donald, how, how they wished to, to to kind of, I mean, he was absolutely unbelievable, you know, and and I think as as much as you know having Steele out there uh, may have influenced their game planning pregame, uh, Aaron Donald uh, destroying the middle of the offense hmm. really was probably the most in game effective piece on either side of the ball.
1: Yeah, I think you're you're right on all those points right there, and actually, uh, I I thought Terrence Steele played. I don't want to say good, but I think he was fine yeah. for an undrafted, you know, rookie tackle. Unfortunately, and this seems like it always happens when you needed him to not give up a sack. You know, he did. You know, on the the final drive of the game, uh, you know, he uh, he allowed a sack. I think it was Ja'Kai Polite. that ended up getting the sack. Yeah. Uh, he got
0: a nice rush on him. Yeah. yeah,
1: and that you know that really put the Cowboys in a hole at that point. So. Um, unfortunately Steele just had one really bad moment and it came up at a time where the Cowboys absolutely uh, could least afford it. Um, all right, we're going to pause for a second. We're going to come back and we're going to get to some more of our takes from this Sunday night loss. Uh, but I wanted to tell you guys about DoorDash. Between never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app and select your favorite local restaurant and your food will be left at your door. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDON. That's $5 off your order and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDON. I also wanted to tell you guys about Roman. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually, we just brush it off or blame ourselves. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about. With, re- with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort of your privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Go to GetRoman.com slash NFL. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. GetRoman.com slash NFL. Okay, Landon, uh, I want to ask you about some of Mike McCarthy's decisions in this game. Uh, there was a critical third down and six in the side of the red zone where the Cowboys decided to run the ball. Uh, they followed that up on fourth down and three by throwing it and not kicking a field goal to tie the game up. Uh, what was your you know thinking on that sequencing of plays there from McCarthy?
0: I totally understand everyone being upset there, but if their plan was to go for it on fourth and three, then I'm actually okay with that play sequencing. Because... I actually think the issue there was that Gallup needs—I mean, uh, Lamb needs to run that route on fourth and three deeper, and Zach, Dak needs to put it out. Well, I actually think
1: I watched that play again right before we went on the podcast. To me, it looks like Dalton Schultz didn't run his route deep enough, and that kind of forced Lamb to have to run it a little shallower than he wanted to. So, I actually think it's a Schultz thing, not a Lamb thing.
0: I need to go back and watch it, but if that's the case, then yeah. I mean, the, the issue is that, uh, and, and then be either way with that throw, if you're going to make that throw, you've got to give Lamb a chance Absolutely. to put it out in front of him. And, I mean, I think he makes that if if the ball's out in front of him. But the, as far as the play calling goes, again, I, I think it goes back to what they were trying to avoid, and that's, you know, being uh, obvious whether they're, you know, revealing whether they're running or passing based on down a distance or basing on. Uh, uh, you know what, what the, the situation I think that what was working for them is when they were able to you know fool the defense into you know when it was a run run situation passing and pass, vice versa and third and six obviously seems kind of like a, a obviously a pass situation but I think with the knowledge that they were going to go for it on fourth down if they didn't make it with the run um, uh, I think that I was okay with that play with that play sequencing specifically because again I think they didn't really know what they had in Terrence Steele. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they'll get they'll come back with a, a little bit more aggressive play calling, you know, uh, stat sheet or a sheet play sheet when they when they come back and look at the tape and realize that he you know held up okay. But the again, the issue is especially with Jarwin out now. Whatever they're gonna do with Schultz, they gotta figure out a way for the next two weeks to continue to get protection on 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 obvious passing downs because those are going to happen, you know. Yeah.
1: Um I didn't have any problem with them not kicking the field goal there. I, Mike McCarthy yeah. in his post-game press conference said, you know, it's a conservative play to kick the field goal inside the 10-yard line, and I agree. Um you know, a lot of people think you have to kick the field goal to tie the game there. Um you don't win games by just trying to tie, right? They're trying to they're trying to build a lead at that point. Uh, they know they don't get it. They're pinning the Rams back inside their ten-yard line. I like it. I, I just have a problem with the play call on third and six. It's awfully hard to run down in the red zone, especially on a draw like that. Uh, I, I I didn't love it. I would have rather see. I would have rather seen the Cowboys just take two shots through the air that way. Um, but you know, they they Dallas made a lot of mental mistakes in the red zone. There was a play on a third down where uh, Dak threw the ball to Dalton Schultz. Hit him right in the hands, which would have you know got a first down inside the ten yard line. Uh, he dropped it. That set up the third and six. Um, a more execution stuff than necessarily bad play calls too. So I don't know. It's we can talk about the play calls and all that kind of stuff too down there. I just think they need to execute a little bit better. Um, yeah. Let, we're being a little bit negative right now, Lena. So let's talk a little bit about the positives today. I know it's I know it's week one. People are feeling. You know, down about this team. It's always it's always rough to lose that first game of the season. But what were some encouraging takeaways that we can have for the Cowboys in this one?
0: I thought Alden Smith was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. thought that you know he was everything that was advertised. He had a sack uh, and then another QB hurry and a, T, a TFL, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I thought that you know he definitely uh, was 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 very good uh i thought that everson griffin when he got in there was effective Mm -hmm. and looked good um i thought tristan hill played really well i thought that the defensive tackles in general had issues but tristan hill actually showed up at several points and was sprinting all over the field um so i that was promising but i you know i think um if we're just keeping keeping things positive i thought you know uh digs played pretty well he had um, yeah. one, that catch outside i thought man that was almost an interception and then he almost had another interception um you know i, I think that's gonna happen he's gonna kind of be up and down that one time that he didn't uh, get the pick but allowed the catch for the first down that's kind of you know what happens with these young guys early on and then they start getting those but the fact that he was around the football so much uh in kind of limited passing situations if we're being honest was uh was 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 very impressive. I, I, I mean, I, I think that we're that's just all you know. Defense. I thought there was some good things on the offense too. I, I mean, I thought Zeke looked really good. Sure. Um, yeah. I thought you know for you know as far as players that looked ready, um, Cooper, even though he you know had a drop, I thought you know, had ten catches. Um, you know, I, I think looked ready at different points. I think everyone's gonna talk about uh, uh, that cover five trap play where, where Ramsey knocked the ball loose. I don't blame that him. Don't blame No, him. yeah. And, and it's like, that's the coverage and you know, they you know, it's like that's, yeah. that's made for that play. So, uh, yeah, I think, I thought that he played pretty well, pretty decent except for, you know, that one situation. But again, don't really necessarily blame that on him. So, yeah, I thought there was, I, I, th- I think there's lots of things to, you know, kind of look back into, into hope. And I think we're going to go back and watch the, you know, the tape and to find some more. I'm sure. Um, You know, the injuries are going to be concerning. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I I think that, you know, a lot of this, again, is even in a normal season, a first game is so difficult to kind of extrapolate out for another 16 Mm -hmm. weeks. It's really so much about surviving early on uh, and kind of getting into the swing of things. And um, I don't think that that offense that we saw out there tonight is the offense that we're going to see the rest of the season. I think that the defense is... I see it with the defense, at least. that Those last few drives getting those stops, at least I see what they're doing here. I, like I just think find... the
1: Rams are a bad matchup for them on offense.
0: Yeah, exactly. Especially in week one where they're going back into what's comfortable. They know how to run those plays. They only run a couple. They only ran like three screens. But they all, it all looks the same coming out of, as soon as the snap happens. You know? it's like, so it's, I say, I it's think, difficult but, to parse it.
1: Right. They, now, they play Atlanta next week at home, and i think atlanta's more talented on offense i, I mean obviously they've got julio jones yep. and calvin ridley yeah but i kind of feel like that's a better matchup for dallas right because that's a traditional yeah. drop back offense uh you know i think their offensive line is better than the rams but i would not be surprised if the cowboys have more success against that style of offense um uh, yeah one i was gonna just add this in here really quickly a couple of notes that i had Dak is still fantastic uh, I mean, he had a passer rating of 92.5, a QBR of 73, which is one of the highest in week one. Um, he had 266 passing yards. He was pretty good on the ground as well, uh, added 30 yards. And then if you add in, you know, that throw that he made to Michael Gallup, which, you know, could have been the game-tying, you know, t- throw. You know, you're looking at somebody who I thought had a just a monster, monster day. So... I mean, every game that we see of of Dak, I'm just more and more convinced that he's a superstar in this league. Uh, So that's always really encouraging. I thought CeeDee Lamb was pretty good. He had five catches for 59 yards. Um, Obviously, you want to see him make that play, uh, you know, on the the fourth down, but uh, had a nice punt return. Uh, The the game doesn't look too big for him, and I think that's always something you worry about with rookie receivers, especially in the first couple weeks. Uh, That didn't seem to be an issue.
0: Uh, I just Yeah, they but, were just awful on third downs. Yeah. You know, I think that that's really what it came down to is that they looked good at, at different points in the offense, but you know, on third down, and this is according to ESPN Stat and Info, they were one for seven for eleven yards and a sack taken on third downs, Absolutely. and that fourteen point three completion percentage. You know, and that's the worst of any Dak Prescott game so far in his career, and that you know that's that's what played out is that you saw you saw the consequences of of them running early. Um, you know, played out in third down because by the time they got to third downs, which they should just be avoiding in the first place, they, they 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 everyone knew what was coming. They became one dimensional, and passing one dimensional makes it difficult for guys like Steele, you know, to kind of. Potentially face a, a defensive end one to one, or or otherwise you got to you know put like I said before, you got to have a, a six man protection. You got to add a tight end there, and that's one less guy in route, and that makes it difficult for wide receivers to you know. So there's like this, it's a whole system. So when things you know when you add in a guy that you got to have to take care of, there are consequences mm-hmm. to that, and and they weren't able to kind of make the plays that they needed uh, in other spots in the offense in order to overcome it.
1: Uh, one more quick question, Landon, before we go to break. Uh, we talked about, you know, over the offseason, the Cowboys potentially trying to limit Zeke's touches some uh, and give more to Tony Pollard. Uh, Zeke finished this game with 25 offensive touches. Tony Pollard had just four. Uh, was that split surprising to you?
0: I, 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 again, I, I think... I want to see a couple more games and I know that, that I everyone's wanting to feed the the trolls and, and be angry but 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 I, I really do think that that they had a specific game plan and I and I feel like I even talked about this before the game I, I feel like that they had a specific game plan where they were gonna try to run the football you know that they were gonna use Zeke specifically because of these linebackers and you know to his credit like I said Zeke did look good and I think a lot mm-hmm. of it was because they were able to take advantage of, of, of Los, Los Angeles second uh, the, you know, the second line of the Los Angeles defense. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so, so I, I think let's see what they do next week because, you know, because I do really honest to God believe, and I, I, I did say this, that I, I think this, the first week is a bad week to assume that, you know, to, to, to try to like extrapolate out on what's going to happen the rest of the season because of your opponent, because of the weaknesses specifically at your opponent. I think Atlanta is like likely a, a, a lot more, of a litmus test to what this defense can do. And I think it's a lot more lit- litmus of what this offense can do now that they've kind of gotten some, you know, some dirt in their face. They've seen where the, where the holes is. They've seen what Terrence Steele is or-, or, you know, what they're going to do at-, at offensive tackle. I-, I-, I think they started to kind of correct the boat a little bit, uh, you know, at different points in the second half on offense and defense. But then they kind of, you know, fell back into certain things, and, and so I th- I have confidence that they'll be able to write this to a certain degree. I just wonder if you know if there are certain ceilings to both the offense, and the defense, due to some of these pretty serious injuries that are happening.
1: How nervous are we going to be in Week Two? You know, against Atlanta, if they if they if they drop that game, then do we start to to get a little nervous?
0: I th- I think you know it's certainly I mean. Time starts running out. I think for sure. I mean, you hate to lose two in a row, both to uh, NFC opponents. Yeah, that's that exactly. Potentially, yep. you could be you could be having you know competition for playoff spots. But, um, I, I yeah, I mean, I think it's it's still early. Um, but I I think yeah, it, it's certainly to 0 no and two an start is not what you need against two, uh, an NFC opponent again against two guys that likely going to be your competition at some point for a playoff spot. Um, unless you can find a way to get hot and really turn this thing around right. and, and really cook,
1: um, let's pause and take a break so I can tell you guys about Bill Bar. Bill Bar is a the best tasting protein bar out there, bar none. It's hard to even expi- uh, explain it. Real chocolate, amazing flavors, just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste absolutely fantastic, and they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream and Apple Almond Crisp. Go to BiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off any order at BiltBar.com. And right now, you get a free cooler with an order of a new box only while supplies last. Again, that's BiltBar.com, promo code locked on. Okay, Landon, unfortunately, I, the biggest takeaway from this game, I think, is the injuries on the Cowboys' side of the ball. And this is probably what has me the most... Nervous going forward. Um, linebacker Leighton Vanderesh broke his collarbone, excuse me, fractured his collarbone. Um, they don't believe it's going to be a season ending injury. Uh, he will have surgery on Monday, uh, but that looks like a six to eight, potentially 10 week injury. Tight end Blake Jarwin tore his ACL. Uh, he'll be out for the season. Cam Irving um, has a knee injury. It sounds like he's going to miss a little bit of time. Uh, how devastating are these injuries for the Cowboys?
0: Well, Cam Irving's not too devastating, frankly, because no. <laughs> you know, no. I mean, again, that's the one shining note about you know Steele is that he's he's still here, and and frankly, I I mean, I don't know if the coaching staff agrees with me, but I still feel like Brandon Knight can be the guy that comes in and steps in as your third offensive tackle if need be, you know, in, in or your I guess your second uh yeah, no third offensive tackle yeah, if, if, yeah. if this steals starting. So um, I I think the the Jarwin one really hurts. I mean, you know, you 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 saw what Schultz did tonight. Again, he can't seem to kind of finish as a, as a tight end, which is unfortunate because I I like the kid and I think he has some versatility to do some things. But he's got to find a way to finish on those catches, at least one of those two. Um, but I, I think that you know the the Leighton Vanderash injury even if it's not out, you know, out for the season i i the, the thing i have the most concern about even though i do think the defense you know ended up playing a lot better in the second half was their inability to kind of stop the run and again mm-hmm. i do think that this is a a unique team and, and the play calling of this team is is very good and um they're able to kind of you know succinctly make everything look exactly the same all the time and that and that makes you know that can play havoc with your cues um but i, I think that the cowboys inability to find a way to stop the run at key moments and, and i think you and i have discussed this before i don't you, you and i both agree passing the football is probably more important important and more impactful than running the football mm-hmm but i think that there is a minimum floor threshold for being able to stop the run and if you cannot meet that threshold that is equally as devastating to your team as anything else yes because yep. because if you cannot like just simply keep the other team from running you know 7 8 yards per carry then you are obviously susceptible to play action and especially a team like this you know that is so good at it they're going to tear you up and and and, and they're going to not only chunk you on on run games but also in, in in the passing game and and i think that that's where the cowboys were at different points in this and i think it, i think it got better in the second half to a certain degree but i, I think it, the cowboys need to find a way and maybe it's better been improved tackling Maybe, but I, you know, I, I worry that that they need to find some way to kind of stabilize in the middle, to stiffen up in the middle. Because I think you could get away with 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 some of the, this defensive tackle play with Leighton Vander Esch, but it wouldn't have been ideal. But without him, especially for long term, you either need to figure out something at defensive tackle, at nose tackle, either you know, another guy with Poe, so you never have a, a, a someone who's unlike Poe off the field right or right. or you you find another linebacker who can take on, you know, that kind of work at the second level but I think it's much more likely you're going to be able to find the defensive tackle than a linebacker like that.
1: Yeah, I think the Van Drash injury it just it, it's frustrating for him, right? Because he works yeah. so hard to get back onto the field and then he doesn't even get through the first half without a fractured collarbone. It's just really it's really unfortunate. And then for Blake Jarwin, um we both thought Blake Jarwin was going to have a monster season this year. Uh, With all the attention that, you know, CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup are going to draw. And to tear, you know, his ACL on a non-contact, you know, injury is just really, really unfortunate. It's gross. It's gross. uh, I just feel so bad for him. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so it's we're going to have a a busy week this week, you know, reviewing the film. Uh, We'll probably do that on Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, We've got a crossover show getting ready for the Atlanta Falcon game in week two. Uh, busy, busy time here in the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Uh, make sure you guys are subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier and we will see you next time.